Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 205. I'm Sean, and joined with me we have Off-Road Handy. Um, yeah, thank you for having me this week. That's really exciting. It is real exciting. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our entertainment pod as well. Uh, but we had a lot of stuff uh, go on over the weekend and uh, last week, and as a matter of fact. So instead of starting with the Super Bowl, maybe we begin with uh, some NBA talk. Let's just skip the Super Bowl altogether. It's old news at this point. Yeah, right? you've seen it before. No, we will talk about it, but uh, we're starting with the NBA. And uh, right now, the what I want to talk about in the NBA is De'Aaron Fox and the Sacramento Kings, who have had a little bit of a hot streak here. Which, oh, yeah. Uh, they, they lost uh, yesterday, but they had won uh, four in a row, and they're beating good teams. De'Aaron Fox has been really good as of late, and including a, a win over the Clippers, which I watched the end of that game. So that's Ouch. one of the reasons it's on my mind. Um, but uh, yeah, they're if the season ended today, they'd be in the playoffs and I believe they have the longest drought of any team right now. So 12 and 11, not the best record you've ever seen, but it's all thanks to Luke Walton. Yeah. Big improvement. I, I don't know about that, uh, but it's been fun. Yeah. And in the five games in February, he's averaged uh, 31.6 points and nine assists. Pretty good. And funny enough, he's been one of the uh, players outspoken about the All-Star game not wanting it to happen uh, when he might have a, he has a really good chance of actually playing in it if it does go forward. So, I mean, give the people what they want. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's like the only opportunity us non-Spectrum people get uh, to watch LeBron James play basketball. Yeah. No, there'll be other opportunities. There'll be playoffs soon enough. Maybe. But yeah, I saw the latest update with the All-Star game was that, oh, they might do a dunk contest in the middle of the game. It's like, oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, it's such a joke anyways. And by the way, so we were talking about that Spectrum nonsense. I looked it up. That contract, we're halfway through it. It's got another 10 years. <laughs> okay. When you said halfway through, I thought like, oh, five years? No, so it's... Through 10 years into a 20-year deal? Yeah. Hey, I think your Dodger deal is like 30 years, so. Yeah, but at least my parents have that channel, so. I mean, yeah. they've got the Lakers, too, but. But it's not at your own home. It's at like, well, grown-ups' houses, well, old people houses. Games sometimes, but. It's preposterous. Yeah. Well, uh, Sacramento, uh, I think everyone should uh, root for them. It's It's been quite a quite a stretch since the C-Web uh, days. Uh, they've been pretty bad. Every year. Yeah, I don't know. Um, is Divock still there? No, he got fired. Okay, I thought that was the case. Yeah. Did he go back to like Croatia or wherever he's from? I'm sure something happened. Uh, I think he's in like Congress or like something over there. I think they all get become part of the parliament. Honorary members or something. Yeah. Like colleges give out phony uh, doctorates and whatnot. Yeah. So that, that's that's what's kind of ironic is people always get fired and then like the year after they get uh, the team finally puts it together. Like I remember with the Sixers that the GM who had them like tank forever. Yeah. And then he was fired and then the, then Ben Simmons and Embiid started playing together and it's like, oh, yeah, it was all worth it. 
Just one guy holding up the uh, the whole train. Yeah. I mean, the, the big thing that uh, Vladi did that was kind of unforgivable is they drafted Marvin Bagley, the pick before Luka Doncic, who, you know, is from the same part of the world as Vladi. And you'd think, like, you would want him on your team. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Um, but he went with the power forward from Duke, who I liked a lot, but he's been hurt most of his career. And even so far in this year, he hasn't done all that much. I mean, he could be a great uninjured player all the time, but he's not going to be Luca. Yeah, I think that's that's the point is already, you know, like, well, that that didn't work out <laughs> like that's that's bad. And that's what he'll be remembered for. But right now, his team is actually currently slated to make the playoffs while Luca's team is not. Well, there you go. Maybe he is a mastermind after all. Flotty knows what knows what he's doing. Um. Well, yeah, I talked about how I saw the end of that Kings Clippers game. So, uh, how about I talk about the Clippers too? They're they're in a little bit of trouble here. They've lost their last two and three out of the last four. And the the bigger issue is not losing these these games, which it sucks. They've lost. They're all close too. So the last. The last three games they've lost have been by a combined 11 points. So it's a concern that they, they can't close out at the end. They can't get make the plays at the end that's needed. Uh, but really, the problem is uh, Paul George has a injury that may or may not be serious. And no one knows at this point right now. Oh, boy. A, edema in his toe. So it's uh, like blood collecting in his toe somewhere. And what? there's all kinds of speculation uh, this could be like three months. It maybe it might just be another couple more games. Uh, nothing, nothing so far that we. They really- just f- hang them upside down for a second. <laughs> that might actually be uh, the. Solution. That's the treatment. Who knows? Um, they said since it's in the toe, that's probably good news. If it was in the entire foot, that would be worse. Amputation. Of- Not an amputation, but that's you don't want foot injuries. There. You, you, yeah, you- just ask Shaq. Yeah, you uh, land on your feet when you happen to play basketball. So um, that's that's a little scary. And the way the rest of the Western Conference uh, leaders there play, that this little stretch might hurt them. I mean, at, at one point, they, not too long ago, they were number one in the Western Conference. Uh, since then, they're now two and a half games back of Utah, two games back of the Lakers. Those teams just never seem to lose. You know, it's one of those things. I mean, if if you're the Clippers, you do not want to have to face the Lakers in the second round without home court. That's it's a tough task. Uh, so they yeah. want they want to get healthy. They also had Patrick Beverly has missed like the last eight games, but he's coming back tonight. Uh, but that's not Paul George. Like you, the, the reality is, if Paul George misses the playoffs, like if he's really out for three more months and misses the first round of the playoffs, they're in trouble. That's devastating. Yeah, I mean, just think if. If the Lakers had to have a stretch without Anthony Davis, who uh, I believe he didn't play uh, the, the last game they played, and maybe that is more serious than known. I think it's also kind of a mystery injury right now, but it's not like there's no like he could miss up to this long, you know. So hopefully they are both uh, able to come back healthy and uh, avoid injuries going forward. Yeah, I think that's what we, all, we should all just root for health at this point. Like, just I want to see it all shake out when it with everyone healthy. So that goes for the entire the rest of the NBA Eastern Conference as well. Yeah, um, 
It's the main focus of the country now. Yeah. Let's get some vaccines in those NBA players, too. That's our, our export. Well, uh, health, not wealth, health. Sure. <laughs> any more other uh, any other NBA talk? No, let's move on to baseball. Ooh. Which we're we're continuing to get updates from this offseason. Uh, they don't do it like the NBA. They they do it very slowly. So there are a few more moves that happened this past week. Uh, Elvis Andrews, great name, great Texas Ranger, is no longer going to be with the Rangers. He's traded straight up for Chris Davis of the A's, who um, had a bad season last year, but is usually a good player. Kind of strange that two teams in the same division would make a trade like this, but uh, there you have it. Elvis Andrews, no longer a Texas Ranger, now an Oakland A. Elvis, huh? Yeah, it's a great name. Mm-hmm. Uh, another uh, free agent deal, Marcel Ozuna, uh, staying with the Braves, four-year, $64 million. He's a good player. He, uh, The Braves are in the win-now mode. They need all the uh, offense they can get. So maybe maybe this is an overpay. Maybe there's no spot for him three years down the line, but they wanted to keep the team together. I understand this totally. And then the big offseason move of this past week, of the entire offseason, really, the top free agent finally signed, Trevor Bauer, who I have had my issues with. Uh-oh. Do you remember this name? Uh, a little bit. Multiple times on the podcast. He is always fighting with people on the internet. He missed a playoff game because he cut himself on his drone. Oh, yeah. I remember this guy. He's, I mean, he's kind of a nutcase. Um, maybe not in the worst way. Um, I don't think he's killed anyone yet. I like how you say yet. Yeah, no, I want to retract that. That's like, He's going to come after us. If- yeah, jeez, Andy. That's what one of the fam- most famous things he's one of the things he's famous for is that some like random girl on Twitter said like Trevor Bauer is my least favorite player and he like harassed her when it was just some random innocent person. It's very like, sensitive. How dare you talk about me like that? Um, well, guess where he signed with? Uh, Trump's baseball team. <laughs> um, well, he is from the Los Angeles area. And he is headed home. Oh, so your your Doyers or your uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Orange County? Rogers. He's from like real LA, I believe. I saw he's from um, Valencia, Magic Mountain. Oh wow, that's probably what did it. Too many coasters as a kid. Yeah, he's missing it. Yeah, Even he went- can't go there anyway. But uh, he he was great. He was a Cy Young last year, and he is getting the most expensive deal in MLB history by annual value. So he's signing a three-year, $102 million deal. And how does that make you feel? First year, $40 million. The second year, $45 million. He's also able to opt out after one year. So say he has a really successful season with the Dodgers. He can decide, let's do it again. We're ripping up that old contract, and you're going to have to give me $50 million next year. That's what he wants to do. He's betting on himself. He's taking a short deal because he thinks he's, he can only get more money. Pretty good. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what to think about it. I can't say I'm the biggest fan of this guy. I think, but I think he's really good. And I think he figured something out lately. A lot of criticism of this deal is that this, his career numbers aren't all that good. And his great season last year was 11 starts, 
all wow. within one area against mostly bad teams. So his great numbers last year, are they really a mirage? Um, or did he figure out how to be a great pitcher last year? I think it's it's more the latter. Yeah. But uh, a lot of, lot of expectations, although the Dodgers don't need him. This was, this was just a luxury. Oh, that's yes. the cherry on top. Such a deep rotation. And I mean, for you, uh, I had a similar thing with the Lakers when they briefly acquired DeMarcus Cousins. Not a big fan of him. I think he's kind of a crybaby. And, uh, you know, you learn to look beyond that and you focus on their talent. Now, if something like Harden were to come over here, I don't know if I could look beyond that. So I don't know what level it is for you with this guy, but. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I just want to remind you that uh, my basketball team has Patrick Beverly on on it. So um, I'm able to uh, look the other way a lot of times. You don't like Beverly? No, I, I, I love Beverly, but oh. most of the league hates him and everyone who. I would hate him, too. He I've yeah. watched that guy. He's a goddamn Rottweiler out there. If you're guarding, being guarded by him, just forget it. Just give him the ball. He's uh, not very popular among other NBA fan bases. Uh, he's he's a Draymond type. Yeah, well, that's another story. Yeah, Dr- Draymond has more of a mouth, I would say, um, but he's not as like pesky on the court. Even though, I mean, he's obviously a great defender. But I like his little, YouTube commercial. Difference. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it. <laughs> it was a couple of years ago. Oh, I'm sure then maybe I don't know. Uh, but Trevor Bauer is not in that form. He's just kind of I don't know. He's out there. Hmm. Uh, well, best of luck to him and uh, your your doyers. Yeah, the thing with baseball is it's not all on one player, so he could be no horrible. He can be great. It's not gonna doesn't mean that much. Yeah. Any more MLB? No, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for. All right, let's go to the big dance. Is that what they call it now? I don't think so, but I guess uh, the, Super the Super Bowl happened. Yeah, the Super Bowl. What a what a show. What, Boy, was it boring. Everything that you wanted, young versus old, the future versus the past slash current, uh, all the storylines in play just didn't happen. Uh, I think I jinxed it. I mentioned last week, like the Rams uh, Pats Super Bowl from two years ago that just yeah. was shit. And it was such a letdown because it was Tom Brady versus this new great offense from the Los Angeles Rams and it just sucked and it was basically that game but probably even worse because the Bucks this time actually put some points on the board and made the game not even like close the the Rams Pats game was like six to three in the fourth quarter so it was like yeah that's at least boring but close of a game so it's like well something could still happen yeah so uh I I don't know if I've ever done this before and I, and I haven't said I haven't watched every Super Bowl since I've been alive, but I, I turned it off. I Look stopped at you. watching it. Uh, I watched one division instead. It was a good choice. <laughs> um, it was just it was it was depressing to watch that. I had talked about it. The issues with the KC offensive line, and I was maybe a little overconfident. It's like Mahomes has the magic; he'll be able to get around it. And in in the first couple drives, he did. He did make some plays with his legs, but it was relentless that the pass rushers just kept coming. And, and it shows they were all you, over him. You, you do need some minimum level of competence at that unit. And uh, 
as a Chargers fan, I have rarely seen that level of competence. So I, I understood what that was like. Um, it's got to be hard for Mahomes to have to adjust to that, playing behind a above average offensive line and then have them all get hurt. Whereas if you're used to having a shit line, you figure out ways to get rid of the ball. Uh, but that did not work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that really was the story of the game. It was not Tom Brady, even though I think that's what everyone will talk about forever. Uh, Brady was good. He hey, it was as expected. He is what he is. It seems like because he's never his body has never been the reason he's good that it like it doesn't matter. Like as long as he can still have enough arm strength, he still had some nice throws that had some velocity on him. And it just it does get depressing. Is this really is he going to go till 50 like this? Yeah. And so I'm not ready, still not ready to say, well, he's the greatest of all time, but he is clearly the most successful of all time. The circumstances of his entire career have just been perfect that I think no one, no one, no one wins seven. That's, that's the reality. The before him, the best of all time won four and he had such a great run with the Niners, uh, Joe Montana, great team, so many great hall of fame players playing around him. Uh, But you look at all the other top quarterbacks in the league of the last like 30 years it's really hard to even win one. Most of them have never won two. Aaron Rodgers has won one. Uh, Peyton Manning won one as a good player and then a second as a corpse. But uh, Russell Wilson only won the one time. Uh, Brett Favre only won one. It's it's really, really hard to win more than one. Uh, but especially when one guy wins seven. It's such an, an anomaly that it's it's almost absurd and to say it's solely because he is so much better than everyone else doesn't make any sense because he's definitely not seven times better than Aaron Rodgers if he is at all, which I still don't think he's actually better than Aaron Rodgers. It just seems to work out. And and with this year was you got to give him credit for seeking out a good roster around him. Yeah. But he went to a team that had good receivers, had a high first higher first round pick. They were able to get a good offensive lineman to start right away. Uh, a coach who knows how to put together a good passing game and a bunch of young defensive talent. And it worked out. It reminds me a lot of what LeBron did. So it, it Brady won in for his first year where LeBron had that uh, miserable first year at the Lakers, but mm-hmm. he went to a team with a bunch of young assets, knowing that he would be able to uh, convince Anthony Davis to force a trade to him. Um, and at that point, it's like, wow, yeah, that's a good team now. Uh, so that that's something I think some other top players need to uh, look at is what LeBron and Tom Brady have done over their careers. They put themselves in good positions. They don't sit around uh, and play for shitty teams. Yeah, Brady they're not looking enough. for a project. Yeah, Brady was lucky enough to just play for a really, really great franchise forever. And the moment uh, it looked to be over that they had a little rough spot, he was out and he found a, a better team to join. Yeah, and it's it's similar to LeBron. He left Cleveland, got that great situation in Miami, and Once they both they went for better s- weather. <laughs> well, LeBron just always goes for the better team, but yeah, I mean, the fact that LeBron's able to go to LA and compete, it's pretty nice. One thing I liked about the Super Bowl, 
I won a couple hundred bucks on those little squares. I've never won one of those ever. I I've won, uh, won uh, I think like the third quarter or something. Yeah. That Pretty would force good. you to actually watch the whole thing. I did watch the whole thing. Yeah. And I mean, I it know, was boring, that's, but that's, you know, you're enjoying, uh, you're snacking. We uh, did good snacks and uh, did some grilling. Yeah, I had some steaks and red wine at halftime. So I was also like a little, you know, I wanted to go to sleep. And yeah. I don't want the game to put me to sleep. But uh, I don't know. What a mess. Uh, but it is funny. Every time a championship is won, all the narratives coming out are that the championship team did everything perfect and who could ever beat them. And the team that lost are a bunch of choke artists. What are they going to where do they go here from now? It's like. All right, Patrick Mahomes still won a Super Bowl at age 23, won an MVP at 22, and won another AFC Championship at 24. Like, he's going to be fine. Yeah, he's, he's oh. 11 years old. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's already done way more commercials than Tom Brady. He has a Tom really Brady great... do commercials? No. <laughs> I think Tom Brady did a commercial for, like, French perfume once. Yeah. And that was it. Uh, it's like, this was weird. We didn't. And they're probably like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah, they're like, you're not Johnny Depp. Get the fuck out. And he's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm legit. I'm like, really oh. important in America. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Mahomes has got that uh, State Farm thing. And State Farm is loyal to their people. Yeah. I mean, Chris Paul did his first State Farm commercial will, in 92. Exactly. That gig will pay through his like 60th birthday. Yeah. Uh, so a lot, a lot more money for Patrick Mahomes in the future, but. Uh, we have to realize that it's like, like I said, it's hard to win a second one. So don't expect him to be there every year. Yeah, he's yeah. basically just got to wait his turn. Brady will eventually leave. And yeah, then... when will it? When will it be? Who knows? Who will be president at that point? Yeah, maybe him. Yeah, yeah. we don't know. He's like, uh, so I know I'm running for uh, you know president, but uh, I think I might still play. I think there's time. Presidents take Sundays off typically. Yeah, well, it, like inauguration day is January twentieth. So, uh, barring him making another Super Bowl, he could just, you know, still take over. Yeah, it'd be a perfect transition. Or just spend the first two weeks of his presidency still as an active NFL player. I don't see an issue with that. No, like I said, it's it's the same as you know when they go golf. Yeah, exactly. Just a little more intense. Okay, well, was there anything else about this game that that stuck out to you? Was there anything in the presentation? Was it pretty pretty normal, pretty boring? Yeah, I mean, kind of standard. I don't know. None of the commercials were over the top. I hated the dumb oat milk one. I liked the Edward Scissorhand one. Yeah. Um... I also like the Asian Christopher Nolan one. I thought that was good. But again, it's like for the most part, no idea what any of them were about. I didn't even watch most of them, I would say, because I stopped watching the game and then probably didn't pay attention to a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, I remember there was the... uh, We had just sat down to eat and the one with Jason Alexander was on with with the song. And... Like, my dad wasn't looking at it. He's like, oh, you know where this song is from? And I was like, yeah, like, George Costanza's in the commercial, too. And it's like, yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah, that's what they're referring to. They're not just playing that song. It's like, oh. But I think that, I made that, that my voicemail 
in yeah. like high school or something. Yeah, it's a cool <laughs> reference. I'm sure all the high school kids got it. <laughs> Who was calling me but my parents anyway? <laughs> I wonder how many people like in America understood that because it's like, oh, yeah, of course, Seinfeld. I don't know like, the majority of people have seen Seinfeld. It's on TBS. Not, like not every episode. Hours a day. They don't know every detail of it. Yeah. But, like I was in a room with white people born before the year 2000. So it's like, of course. Yeah, they enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, what about the fans? Was that that a little, little weird? I thought I, that was very strange that they had these you know cutouts of people. Yeah, I got thrown uh, off because I'm like, I thought it was only supposed to be half capacity or something. What is going on? I'm like, oh, those are fake. It's like, why? I guess because like the United Arab Emirates is watching or something. So it's like we got to make it look like everything's good in America. Yeah. So I, I don't know what that was for. Gotta love it. Yeah. What do you think of the halftime performance? Uh, you know, it worked. I was thinking because like, not like I'm a fan, but I know most of those songs from existing in the world, which isn't very true of most like pop music anymore. And it's like, well, this guy actually did have a lot of, uh, he broke through, I would say. Yeah. That it's like, I know when there were people we know that absolutely were in love with him. So that's probably why I knew or had heard most of the stuff but still i think it came from commercials and shit that i've seen it's like that guy that guy is legitimately a big star there's no mick jagger but yeah i know no but no one is anymore like he's as much mick jagger as anyone is now yeah like i know i know more of his songs than drake like i know who drake is you see drake on these commercials uh i've seen him on degrassi and stuff drake's like a celebrity but like I couldn't, I don't know five songs of his, whereas like The no. Weeknd played, what, like seven songs or something, and I knew five of them. Yeah. So it's like, oh shit. Yeah, this this broke through to me. But yeah. the performance itself wasn't anything special. No, I, I mean, know. he's not like a dancer or anything, so. Yeah, in a hall of mirrors. I don't know what the fuck that's going on with that. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. Just do the whole thing in a fun house would be better. Yeah. Maybe a Ferris wheel. <laughs> Yeah, all in all, I mean, not the most memorable Super Bowl. No, we when they go over like the Tom Brady like uh, history, they'd be like, and then this one happened, and uh, well, it was shit. It was shit. It was not. Yeah, it wasn't I mean, the Atlanta game. Yeah, he's not done winning Super Bowls. So like, when <laughs> yeah. he's forty nine, like he's still winning Super Bowls. Like this is a remarkable. Like forty three. He, like, he took a season off and like won the CFL championship too. Yeah. Just like, ah, oh, he do beat it. Conor McGregor in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Anything else to add? No, I think this was a good one, a short one, what we wanted here. It was short and sweet. Yeah, that's we're putting an end to the NFL season. Yeah, uh, there will be more to come when it comes to offseason moves and everything. But uh, this was it. Yeah. We'll keep you guys updated on any of those moves and uh, trades uh, as they come out. But retirements. Maybe. Yeah, maybe retirements. Yeah. But I think that'll wrap us up for episode 205 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean and joined with me. We had off road. Where's my ring? Andy. That's a good point. I should get one. Yeah, we all should because we had to watch it. It's true. We'll see you later.